For many people, an IRA represents most of their retirement income layered on top of Social Security. Today, we continue with IRA mistakes to avoid. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome to the podcast. It's Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, consumer advocate Dave Perkins here. Fred Sade with the firm of the same name as this podcast and a fiduciary firm at that, Money Matters USA. He's the founder and managing director. He deals with so many people and he's earned a trusted status in getting them to retirement with the right strategies, with smart strategies, with feel-good strategies for your retirement, which brings about happiness in your retirement. Fred holds a PhD in economics also from Duke University. Fred, we're back at it again with our podcast. Good to be with you. Same here. I've looked, I look forward to these uh, sessions uh, every week. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I enjoy doing it, and I know you do too. I, I thoroughly do, and I also like that we've added on to this now, and as we move forward, we'll have details on where you can catch Fred's five-minute or five-minute you know, video podcast that we're making available. We even go live once a month with one of those, so we'll have more information as we come up with that. Those are uh, video and shorter, abbreviated versions of this podcast, and many topics you're going to cover with that. But we're continuing with the series on IRA. I know last week you covered a lot of uh, IRA mistakes to avoid. And uh, in fact, you make available a white paper that's available by simply calling and saying, hey, Fred, can I get that white paper with all 35 plus IRA mistakes to avoid at 800-593-8188. Again, just call 800-593-8188. But with the um, COVID-19 pandemic, Fred, many people did either by voluntary methods or by force. They took early retirement or changed jobs. So a lot of rollovers from 401k plans to IRAs. So that means the potential for mistakes when transferring that money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The uh, Ed Slot organization, which uh, Ed Slot is probably the leading IRA expert in the United States. This firm is located in uh, the suburbs of New York. The firm is reporting that uh, they have been inundated with questions about how to avoid IRA rollover mistakes. Well, let's, I, I, I know you have some in mind. Let's, let's, let's get into some of the mistakes to avoid when doing that. Yeah, one of the mistakes that people make, and it's usually a mistake that's done under pressure, is uh, failing to understand uh, the proper way to take an IRA lump sum distribution. And the appropriate way, the way that keeps you out of trouble is to move the funds directly, either by a rollover or by a transfer to an IRA custodian. And these, um, this is the best way to do it. Uh, if you don't do it that way, uh, and somebody, some the 
institution, the fund manager, whatever, the administrator, uh, they they cut you a check. That's called an indirect rollover, and you've got 60 days to put that into an IRA. Now, a lot of these uh, administrators are going to do a 20% withholding no matter what. And if you should miss the 60-day uh, window, then you have this distribution included in your gross income for income tax uh, purposes. Now, you can file a tax return to get that 20% back if you met the 60-day uh, requirement. Now, what I've just said uh, does not apply if you have company stock. The, the rules for that are different, but if you're talking about regular um, for a regular 401k with mm -hmm. mutual funds, uh, iShares, spiders, ETFs, whatever, uh, then what I just said uh, is, is appropriate. So um, are you just out of money or, I mean, can you make it up from another source until you file your tax return? Yes. Uh, yeah, you can you can uh, pull the 20 percent from some other from some other place and and uh, and make yourself uh, whole. The, the IRS lets you uh, let you you do that. And related to that is another issue that comes up over and over again. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I've had I've had to deal with this problem. Uh, I think I'd be in Tahiti right, right now. <laughs> with a drink with an umbrella in it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, the typical deal is somebody's rolling over 401k uh, to an IRA, or it's an inherited, an inherited IRA, or they're 72 or they're over 72. They have to take the RMD before the transfer. And if they don't do that, you're going to get a, on top of everything else, you're going to get a 6% continual penalty for making an excess contribution. And that penalty is, is going to continue un, until you get this thing right. It is very, very nasty. So that's, that's something that is avoidable, but oftentimes it just gets uh, overlooked. There's, there's another uh, issue when you're doing uh, rollovers or transfers, and uh, assuming we have avoided the 60-day window issue, uh, people are aware of, um, uh, of the rollover rule that the U.S. Supreme Court said you can only do one rollover a year. This is a, the problem here is what is the year? Is it calendar or plan year? Yeah, it's a plan year. Okay. And so here's a way to think about it. Suppose you made a deposit in June. So the rollover period is June from one year to June the next year. Okay. So, it, so it, it's a, it's, and if you make the mistake, the mistake, the penalty is absolutely brutal. Uh, so the, the IRS says if you do more than one rollover a year, you can do as many transfers as you want. There's no limitation on transfers, uh, institutional to institutional, uh, administrator to administrator. There's no, there's no limit on that. But if you do a rollover, then you, and if you do more than one rollover in a year, it's, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, First of all, you have the if you're under 59 and a half, you get 
you get the penalty. That's the 10%, but it's even worse than that. Yep, because the IRS treat, uh, aggregates all IRAs, whether they're individual, whether they're SEP, simple, Roth IRAs. It, look, the IRS says it is one continuous IRA for purposes of the contribution limit, so the penalty is on everything. I mean, that is really steep. That is a non-deductible penalty. In effect, it's an excise tax. So again, the, the solution is trustee to trustee or a direct rollover for the benefit of your name, fill in the blank, the IRA owner, or if it's an inherited IRA, then uh, you would use the inherited IRA. Uh, wording uh, because the deceased is actually the owner of the of the IRA, uh, even though they are deceased, uh, uh, and uh, and then you avoid this whole problem of the of the indirect transfer. Oh, I see. Okay, now what about when we're dealing with, with Roth? I mean, there's so many rules. What about the five year rule? It's another one that gets people trapped. Uh, the assets that are put into a Roth, you can take your principal back at any time that you want. After all, it's, it's after tax. But the earnings have to be held for five years before you can take those out uh, without a penalty. And where this gets really complicated are partial Roth conversions. So part is the traditional IRA, which is deductible now, but taxable when you take it out in retirement. And the Roth is taxable now, and it's tax-free in retirement. You know, confusing. I, yeah, it well. confuses people <laughs> all the time. It confuses the record keepers you know, just 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 as easily. Yeah. Well, I can see why. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> I can certainly see why uh, it's a lot to keep up with. I'm really glad that there are people like you who will stay on top of this so that we can avoid these penalties. Actually, uh, we're going to take a break and there's more to come. I wanna, just some questions, uh, other questions that popped up from today's topic, but also uh, in the next segment, we'll preview the third in the series on IRAs. That is coming up on the podcast, Money Matters USA. ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge you can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over 999 dollars contact fred sade at money matters usa Hey, welcome back in. It's Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade is the founder and managing director of the firm Money Matters USA. And wherever you are listening to this podcast, if you would like to to have an evaluation of your portfolio or a comprehensive review on your retirement planning process, 
Fred is available to um, to provide that for you, a holistic look and, and holistic planning is what he talks about and with you and your retirement matters and everyone's situation is different. So Fred takes not only a fiduciary approach as he is, uh, but a custom approach. Uh, to looking at your retirement planning, 800-593-8188 to reach Fred, 800-593-8188. Feel free to call, and with any questions you have, we're looking at IRA, and actually, I, I love the series you have, uh, Fred, because we're in the second part of the series on the podcast and Mistakes to Avoid, and in this one, we looked at Mistakes to Avoid in, in the rollover, and as as we talked about with, with covid so many people were either ushered uh, to retirement or took early retirement or changed jobs. And that was another question I have. Um, if you change jobs and or let's say you roll over from uh, your old 401k to an IRA, but it was more in that than you, you max out your contribution limit. What do you do with the remainder? What's what's a good idea of what to do with what's left? Well, you could you could do uh, an individual IRA if if that's in your best interest, or you you might want to do a an individual Roth. Take take advantage uh, of uh, of the of the individual Roth. Uh, Congress Congress has been kind of squirrely about uh, about Roths. Uh, on the one hand, they like the idea of the Roth as a Savings vehicle, on the other hand, they're so desperate for revenue that they want to get all the revenue they can. So they're, they're tinkering around uh, with, with Roths and especially on convert, Roth conversions uh, where there is no statutory limit on either the contribution uh, or the the amount of assets or, or your income or anything else. I mean, if you had half a million dollars, you can do a conversion into a Roth. And if you're it's, so it's it's a terrific it's a terrific uh, arrangement, not for everyone. Uh, that that's for sure. You mentioned but, the feeling they had about Roth, and I, the, probably what exacerbated that feeling is, is it Peter Thiel? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. All right, $5 yeah. billion dollars he had in a Roth IRA. Yeah. All tax-free. Yeah. yeah, he did nothing wrong. It was, yeah, it was totally legit, but... Well, yeah, Congressman. That wrinkles Congress, some feathers, <laughs> Yeah, Congressman Neal. Yeah, his his jockey shorts really gotten a twist over, <laughs> over that. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, and, and and because of that one one instance, they're, they're all worked. You know, Congressman Neal and and those who agree with him are all worked up uh, over uh, uh, you know over Roths. I would hate to see the Roth. Uh, eliminated. Oh my I, gosh! I, think, yeah. I think it does a lot of a lot of good, and uh, it it is it, it is a way to encourage people to do Roths who might not otherwise save uh, toward their own uh, retirement. And um, you know the, the which the problem we, we, that we're really trying to solve here is to make sure that if if you do save for retirement. And which I hope you you do, then then you don't make uh, rookie mistakes, uh, which can cost you uh, really uh, big big money, and uh, if you you want you want to make sure that once you have have done an IRA or a Roth, 
uh, or a combination of the two, you want to make sure that we've got effective uh, tax management uh, on whatever it is uh, that you that you do, because uh, it's always ascribed to Bernard Baruch, but uh, who supposedly said it's not what you earn, it's what you keep that is important. So, the, I mean, the, the bottom line is, is how much are you going to retain? How much are you going to keep out of all of this uh, saving and, and investment? It may make you feel good that, that you, you've been success, a successful uh, a retirement investor and you've got a nice uh, balance, but then you go to take it out and all of a sudden you find out that uncle you're taking it out, first of all, at a tax rate yet to be determined. You had a and partner. Uncle Sam is your partner. <laughs> yeah. And he's he didn't make any contribution, but but you made you made a bargain with Uncle Sam and now he wants you to keep up your end of the bargain if he gave you a tax deduction. And if you're in the five-year period, he expects you to wait the five years to take that money out. It's a great; these are these are great deals. But again, it's also a matter of tax efficiency. So that that requires understanding, because the code is not linear, nor does it work in any intuitive, uh, logical sort of way. So you you have to. Um, understand, or, or and even if you don't, at least work with someone who does understand what the impact of, of what it is that you're doing on the going inside, and also what you're doing on the on the coming outside. And, and both of these are are vitally uh, important. And um, I I study with and I work with uh, some folks who have either worked with the uh, Joint Committee on Taxation, the Congressional Budget Office, the Congressional Research Service, and uh, mo most of them are now university professors, uh, tenure chairs, uh, endowed chairs, and, and believe me, they really understand how the code works, and some of them have been on the tax writing committees of uh, Ways and Means in particular, and they've written whole sections of the code, so uh, working with them, learning from them, and using software that they that they provide uh, get, allows us to to deconstruct the impact of, of all the things that we have that we that we look at to do our uh, analysis. And uh, the 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 whole tax code is so different when you're taking money out as opposed to taking money. And if if the thing is, if the tax code is mysterious and hard to understand uh, right now, imagine when when the rules change and how much more difficult it is when the money is coming out. And that's that's where you get tripped up. It's, mm -hmm. it's that the trip. It is that trip. It is a trip. It's that trip down down the mountain. I love the, the Mount Everest analogy yeah. on that. Well, that's where that's where people. Uh, uh, make their most profound mistakes, and that's where most of the serious injuries and deaths occur. It's not on the ascent; it's it's on the it's on the it's on the descent. Mm -hmm. And and the uh, uh, pe people uh, frequently have a lot of confidence in their in, you know in their judgment about because they've been successful uh, in the ascent in in that accumulation phase. But there are reasons why it's it makes sense to, to get advice on on the deaccumulation 
phase, if you're only dealing with a, a traditional advisor, they're always going to be in accumulation phase, um, whereas a retirement specialist like myself will, will look at this as two distinct phases. So we, we, we're going to look at a retirement portfolio or retirement distribution strategy, well, we're also looking at, at a, a, a retirement growth strategy, but how you do that is different than when you're simply accumulating uh, assets. And I, I uh, like uh, Dr. Wade Fow's rule of thumb. His rule of thumb is um, to, to look at sequence of risk return. And his question to anyone who he's thinking of uh, uh, advising in his private practice, his question to them is is very simply: what, What's your opinion uh, about the 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 whole concept of of risk in retirement, and particularly this this issue of sequence of return risk? And if the individual says that they are not concerned about it, they never heard of it, they they don't think it's for real then uh, Dr. Fowl uh, takes the stance that, that they're not serious about retirement. He won't uh, take them on as a, as a client. And, uh, and that's, that's vitally important uh, when, you're, uh, you know, when you're saving, particularly as many people are, in, in tax-deferred strategies, because that's, uh, that the, the mistakes that, that, that people make are, are fairly predictable because they're, they're trying to live with the same rules uh, pre-retirement as they did with retirement, and it doesn't work. No, no. Hold it. it's, it's almost like, I mean, it's not almost. It is a very sudden shift. I love the information you provide here on this because you're really – it's so helpful because the information you provide, just as you do for your clients, is it's really designed to make sure that some common mistakes are just not made. And actually, this IRA series will continue next week on the podcast. Can you give us just a little glimpse of that? Yeah, I can. We want to talk about uh, Roths and backdoor Roths, which, which may be uh, disappearing and um, we're going to take a, a continue our, our deep dive uh, on on understanding the importance also of beneficiary uh, designations. But our, our our focus will also look at is a, is a Roth IRA better than a tax deductible IRA? And there's a lot of misunderstanding uh, about about that, uh, and people think, well, you know. What's 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 not to understand? Well, there, there's a lot to understand uh, because the, the uh, David Blanchett, uh, who's done a lot of research on how assets accumulate in a traditional Roth as opposed to a uh, a tax deferred excuse me a tax deferred IRA as opposed to a to a Roth, that, the actual accumulation is different, uh, and that's that, and that, that's hard for people to. Uh, to to understand, and if necessary, we'll we'll offer a chart that uh, 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 from Morningstar, uh, uh, where David Blanchett did this original research. He's not with Morningstar; he's now with PGIM, which is the advisory part of uh, of Prudential. 
uh, and he's a director of research there. But the point is that he did this research while he was with Morningstar, and that uh, chart is uh, is publicly available. So that, that's what I'm I'm thinking about okay, that good. I want to want to cover. Excellent. And by next week, we will have more information on the video uh, uh, podcast, if you will, the uh, the videos that we made available, uh, five roughly five minute videos. In fact, on our day of taping here, the very next day, we're going into the TV studio <laughs> to, to get some of those taken care of. So it's a lot of good information to come. And just stay with us, like, share, rate, subscribe. And we're back at it with another podcast coming your way next week. It is Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Said and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.